Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simpster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Can you hear me? Yes. We got you. Can you can hear, hear us? us? All right. Cool. Okay, there you go. Okay, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, awesome. good. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're in the in, in the middle of season stuff, but I know Money Mike does have a question for you in regards to... Well, I would ask you about Kawhi, right? Because, yep. you know, I got to thinking about all this that's going on today. He know he opted out of, yep. of hit that contract. You know, here's, here's my thing. He's had when he has an injury, when he gets hurt, it gets very mysterious. You know, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Like, you know, is this guy going to come back? You mm -hmm. know, um, is there any type of discussion on those type of things when they decide they want to bring a player back or, you know, so, you know, sign him for a larger contract, which I think is what he's trying to do, or even if he's shopping himself to other teams? Do they talk to you guys or discuss that with you guys at all about, like, probability or based on his – History of injuries. Correct. So, so when you're referring to to you guys, you're referring to the uh, the the athletic training staff or the sportsman staff, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So no, of course. So so that's the, the one of the things that, that we try to do. Like I said, we don't have a crystal ball. Um, there's been p- plenty of players when I was on staff that I would sit down with their GM, both Mitch and, and Rob Palenka, as far as um, the probability of a player coming back from a serious injury or from an injury or if a player's been out for a period of time. Um, you know, what is the probability of him uh, being able to kind of uh, play for several years? Whether it's either going to, and then the other question is, with, when if the type of player that they're bringing, is it going to be a starter? Is it going to be a role player? Can this player give you a good 15, 20 minutes? Is this player going to give you a good 30, 40 minutes? So it also varies on who the type of player they're looking at. Sometimes they're trying to kind of fill in spots. So we'll sit down with, with, with our team staff, we'll sit down with our physicians and come up with a approximation. Obviously, like I said, we don't have a crystal ball. So we cannot predict anything. So in this case, with Kawhi Leonard, obviously that's what they're looking at. You know, what is the history based on a player that's had an ACL reconstruction surgery to come back and play, which is pretty good. But obviously you have to look at the player himself because obviously there's other issues with the player, especially um, the weight. What position are they playing? How old are they? How many years have been playing the league? How many years have been playing basketball in general type of thing? So there's all these other like elements or variables you want to kind of consider. Yeah, I mean, it's always interesting to me because uh, you, when you see players like uh, Rose, you know, where, you know, he yep. was at the top of his game, he was the MVP, and then he just kept having injuries, kept having injuries, and then, you know, I think the general public kind of just wrote him off, and then he was able to find mm-hmm. a second win. In, in mm-hmm. the you know, um, I, I just I just wonder, like, <laughs> how did that really happen? I'm, I'm not – I don't know if you even have answered that, but how does that really happen where – Maybe he may go to you and say, "Hey, I know I've had all these injuries. Is there anything that we could do different to so that way I can prolong my career?" You know, are those types of discussions happening? Oh no, yeah, we always have. Yeah, we have them all the time. Type of thing, especially at the beginning of the year, and, and especially at the end of the year, where we sit down with the player, we evaluate all the issues, all the injuries that they had during the season. We do a full assessment on them before they they, they leave the uh, uh, before they leave the facility, so to speak or if they happen to go do whatever they want to do during the offseason type of thing. So we'll sit down and reassess all this stuff. We'll give them a little plan. We'll give them a booklet. We sit down with, with our front office. We sit down with our dietitian. We sit down with everybody. And we create a game plan for the offseason. Obviously, the goal, you know, one of the biggest things as far as sports medicine, what they say, the number one predictor of injuries is previous history of injuries. So if you have an athlete that's had a previous ankle sprains, recurrent ankle sprains, that's what we're going to kind of focus on type of thing. Knee issues, obviously, with, you know, Kawhi Leonard, I believe this is his first ACL injury, but he's had knee issues also. I mean, with the tendonitis and Houston and uh, San Antonio, stuff like this. So knee issues is probably something that they're going to probably sit down with him as a staff. Now, the difficult part here is because he's opted out of his contract, the team sports medicine staff can no longer technically kind of work with him, so to, so to speak. So he's kind of almost on his, on his own now because he technically doesn't belong to a team. Um, so that this is a difficult part with it, where if you would have opted with the team, obviously the, the LA Clippers, the Clippers uh, sports medicine staff would have been already on them, working with them, trying to see what's going on. How do we get you better for next year? Stuff like that. So th- this is an interesting part about it. Obviously, there's so many elements involved with it. You know, Kawhi is a little different because he has his camp. And I think it's something that we discussed uh, last week about mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that I, I don't think even if he did pick up on that extension, I don't think he's sharing <laughs> anything with the Clippers staff, right. anyways. It no. just seems to be Correct. his thing. Um, now, right. uh, one thing that that is really uh, a bright side is that you know back in the day, an ACL was career-ending. That was it. And Correct. nowadays, Wait. you know, it's it's no longer viewed as that. In fact, it's almost kind of like, ah, oh, no, just need some time and he'll be back. Uh, that's that's a great advancement in science, but. When you're talking about your number one money mm-hmm. maker 
on the team. You're pinning your hopes. Now, don't get me wrong. The, the Clippers signed their life away two years ago. They have no choice. They, they have to stick with them. If you, they let them walk, they've got nothing. But um, that's a lot of risk. You know, and I know the Nets just did something similar with with Kevin Durant, and maybe yep. it'll pay off. But, but wow! I mean, even from from a athletic trainer, that's that's a big risk. Even though ACLs are coming back pretty good, right? C- correct. No, you you're 100 right. As far as ACL uh, surgeries nowadays, the procedures is a lot less invasive. You look if you look at back at athletes a long time ago, you know, 15, 20 years ago, when if you look at and someone's had an ACL injury. You look at their knee, they have this huge scar from like yeah. the top of the pillar all the way down. Before they used to open them up, boom, you go down. Now players nowadays only have like three th- three little holes in there where they insert the stuff, they do it, they may have a small, minor little scar, and that's it, and you're done. So the, uh, the you know the, the, the percentage of them returning and being successful, still playing, are pretty good nowadays as the years go by. Like you mentioned, as far as technology, medicine in general is, is pretty good. Um, but like I said, there's other variables that are involved. You have to also look at other issues, injuries that the athletes had, any chronic chronic issues that the athletes had. So it's not just the ACL um, that you're dealing with. You're dealing with the player, dealing with the, what comes with the player, meaning, you know, the entourage, the camp, everything you have to kind of consider. Everything. Yeah. So <laughs> going back to like, you know, it's, it's crazy because um, we, we, like you said, we were talking about last week about the injury and how bad the, the surgery was for an ACL um, mm-hmm. tear. Um, but I want to ask you, um, like right now in, in the today's NBA, it seems as though to me, um, you can have an injury like that and be a high profile player and it doesn't hinder your potential earnings. Um, before it used to be a, a red flag. I can't right. sign a person to a long-term deal because of his injuries or his injury history. Now it's like, yeah, we're going to take that. We're going to accept that. And we're now going to be gambling for three years, four years, based upon maybe rehab on our time, just like they did with K- KD. Yep. Let them mm-hmm. rehab on our time. Will we have the staff that we trust? So we're going to go ahead and bring them into the fold, and then go ahead and get them right on our time, and then we'll reap the benefits afterward. It seems though that no team is scared of, like, say, a Kawhi Leonard if he's on the market and he has this knee issue. No one's going to be scared of it, and they will give him big money. Like they would have if yeah. he was completely healthy. It just seems like that's the case. And we do you agree with that? Correct. No, I mean it, it comes out to the risk reward. And twenty years ago, the risk was higher than the reward. Now the reward seems to be a lot higher than the risk, and that's what the teams are willing to take. At the same time, it also depends on who the athlete is. I mean, you're going to take a huge risk on Kawhi Leonard, which can be the franchise of your team. Will you take the same risk on a bench player? That's going to be a different question. Obviously, you may not give them the same amount of money. You know, there's there's been players out there that were, um, you know, they, they show like they may potentially be a franchise player, and then they had like a major injury. They kind of died, you know, left the, the league around, you know, a couple of year or two, and then they would try to come back. They still had that that talent, but some teams were not willing to take that risk. So it comes down to the risk reward and who the athlete is. Uh, Marco, I, I'm just curious when in the war room or in the uh, team room and such, when they're discussing uh-huh. a player or potentially signing a free agent, um, obviously they're consulting their medical staff and their mm-hmm. trainers and such to get their opinions. Um, is it just that? Is it? Is it? Are you simply just telling them, look, this, these are the facts, make your own assessment? Or do you actually get a vote in a sense like, well, well, what would you do, Marco? And you're like, well, I, I would sign them. Or do you, does it ever get to that? Or you just kind of state the medical facts and, and they choose from there? 
So one, we state all the medical facts. My job there was to try to get all the medical information, the history of the athletes, sit down with the team physicians, uh, anything of that sort, and kind of come up with the report. These, this is the history of the, like the injury. For example, um, like right now, I think uh, earlier today I was looking at, at Westbrook's type of thing and, and at his medical history. He had a, I think he hasn't had any major injuries or surgeries. He had the meniscus injury that he had in 2013. He had the cheekbone surgery, I think, in 2015 when he had the fracture. He had a scope on, on his knee, so stuff like that. So his risk his r risk is pretty low. Um, but we, we state the facts. Um, like, you know, uh, Dragon says, we, we're, we're just stating the facts. But at the end of the day, also they ask us, one of the questions they ask is, hey, you know what, we're looking for this player to last one to three years. We're looking to sign him for five years. We're looking to sign him long-term, seven to years. What is the probability of this player lasting for two years? We're only giving him a two-year contract. We're only going to give him a one-year contract. Do you think he'll last, you know, one year? We, we, we're looking at him just playing. We just want him for 10 minutes a game, 15 minutes a game, just off the bench. So it, it comes down to that. And our, our, our job is to say, you know what, the, 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 the risk is pretty low. The reward's kind of high. We give him a green light. You know, from our from the medical standpoint, he's got the green light. Or hey, you know what? He's got a red light. And even if we do provide a red light, at the end of the day, it's up to management to decide to kind of take that, whether they want to take that risk or not. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Marco, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you, sir. Uh, as always, please, I know Evolve, please let everybody know how they can keep up with you and everything that you're doing because it's awesome. Yeah, thank you guys. So if you guys have any questions regarding sports medicine or tips or you guys want interested in anything of that sort, feel free to DM me on my Instagram at MarcoAnews17. And also subscribe to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance where I put up sports medicine tips of the weeks pertaining to all your weekend warriors and sports athletes. Thank you so much, Marco. Thank you, Marco. We will Thanks, talk Marco. to you next week. We'll holler at you next week. Thank you guys. Take care. Peace. All right, so good stuff. So uh, what we learned was that, yeah, they're going to pay Kawhi. Yeah. But again, the Clippers have no choice. Have no so choice. We'll get to that in a second. But um, and that Westbrook, he actually did a history on Westbrook's injuries and he looks like a good bet, at least as far as that's concerned. That's good. I, I don't see how the orbital could really be a part of it. It's like, a, like, oh, yeah, you could have another cheek injury, but maybe I guess it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go ahead. You know, let's actually start with um, we, we, we know the big news with Westbrook. We're going to get to that. Let's start with a little. Let's go back and let's start with what actually happened today. Okay, because this is kind of shocking. Okay, Lakers got Westbrook. Everybody knows we're going to discuss that. It's super exciting. But a couple crazy things happened today as far as athletes and declining their options. Um, you know, Chris Paul declined his player option with the Suns for $44 million in one season. This is the aging Chris Paul who everybody thought was done four years ago and thought they were crazy when they gave him that deal. When he signed this deal, everyone thought the team was crazy, which I think was Houston, I think, gave him yeah. that deal. Um, now he's done the last year, and he's so confident in himself that he's going to forego that $44 million to try and get a longer-term deal. Um, wow, that's betting on yourself. Uh, I think he'll get it. What are your thoughts? Okay, so my my thoughts are this. he's go He understands that he can make $44 million this year, um, but – after that, is he going to make another 44,000? 44,000, 44 million. He's not going to make another 44 million. So, he, so, in, in, I would think you look at for something in the range of a two year, three year, maybe uh, 85, 90 million, something like that. He's not going to make 40, but he still gets the 60 million that he, that, or, or, or excuse the me, the 50, 50 million that he wouldn't get if he would say be a free agent. And the only thing people were trying to give a 37 year old. You know, 
not champion, um, all-star mid-level exemption money. So that's where I think he's betting on himself because he knows he's more than a mid-level exception, but at the same time, he knows he's not $44 you know, next season. So I think that's where we're going with it. So look for his contract to be around that. But I, I think it's crazy. Just take the forty-four million. You know, you know, it's in in your hand. But hey, our buddy Jake Fisher is reporting mm-hmm. that three three year ninety million. That's yeah. what they're talking about giving. Damn, yeah. I didn't even read that article. No, yeah. no. <laughs> you know what? Though, buddy, that's, that's what you I brought mean, up. It's exactly mean, it what you recommend. You know, hey, that's sense. why we call you step back. It makes sense. <laughs> that's why we call you step back. You may go right here. I mean, but yeah. so so what that means is he could play one year for half that money or three years just to double that money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I get it. we can't understand at that point how much more forty-four million is compared when you've already got that it so matter. much. It doesn't no. matter. Um, so I guess it's just it's it's grandchildren money at this point, right? right? Yeah, it it yeah. he'll yeah. never spend it. Generational money, yeah, it's generational yeah. money. So he's just trying to, yeah. to do that. You know, I mean, it's good for him. He, you know, everyone, like I said, everyone counted him out. Everyone thought he was done. Everyone thought he was, you know, at the end of his career, and now he's showing them, and that would be the ultimate. Mm. F mm-hmm. you is yeah. I just signed another three year. Mm-hmm. I turned down my forty four so I can make ninety. Yeah, you know, I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, just trying to feed his family, right? Yeah, I guess. Hey, hey, I gotta feed my kids. <laughs> was that Latrell Sprewell? Yeah. yeah, that didn't work out too well for him. He, he should go choke another coach. Um, okay, well, there's another player, a hometown player that declined an option as well. This one was kind of expected, but again, just shows like what a crazy world. So uh, Kawhi Leonard went ahead and he declined his last year player option, which I guess you know you would have expected, so that way he can sign a, a longer term deal, but. There's many factors here. A, we just spoke about his injury. Let's just assume he comes back. He's not coming back next season. If he does, it's towards the end of the season. How how productive will he be? Where will that team be then? So let's just say he's out for the most of next season and they're not going to – the championship hopes are gone. Now you have him for the, the following season or two. I don't see him signing a four- or five-year deal. That just doesn't strike me as something Kawhi would do. So you're signing a, a maybe two- or three-year deal with a guy you're only going to have for – one third, two thirds of that deal, depending on how he heals. Um, that's a lot to think of, but again, they're going to do it. Well, they don't have a choice. I mean, I mean, because if they if they don't do it, then they go right back to being the Clippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, hardcore too, right. with no no future assets, no nothing, mobility, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing like that. Yeah, Just we, minimums we, and mid level exceptions. We already know that you know this guy Paul George is not consistent through the whole season. He played so, well last, last I mean, playoffs. He really did. You know what's crazy about Paul George? I mean, my man plays like, damn, man, that's the that's that's playoff, that's playoff P. And then the next game, I swear to God, it's like literally the next game. And then all of a sudden it's like, damn, dude. It's like, you know, like, what the hell just happened? You know, so a man, but going to Kawhi, uh, going back to Kawhi, I think Kawhi understands the leverage that he has within the um the 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 clipper you know organization he is the clippers like like you said mike there's nothing they can do but pay the man however the funny thing about it he's not going like you said jeff he's not going to sign a long-term deal he's going to put him back in that two-year you know two-year guarantee no, wait, wait, wait. play one hey. year playoff option so i'm, I'm reading this Woj article Go. How, how many how many do you got? Okay, oh. can you do it again <laughs> I, I got it okay, right here so so he's 36 million um, I'm thinking, four years, forty. I think it's. I think it's going to be three years, a hundred and twenty million. I'm going four years, forty. Four years, forty million. Yeah. What's that? Forty-four years, one hundred. So forty, hundred six, forty million. Well, we're just reporting four years, hundred seventy-six. Jesus. Okay, so he's at that. Uh, so he's going forty something. 40, and how million. many of those are guaranteed? 
I mean, all I four. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's. Rubbish. I mean, it, it, to me, but they want them for four. Four years. Okay, yeah. so because so, they're only going to get them for three. So what I'm right. saying is like, okay, so what I think is then if, we, if we're saying that's four years, right? It's going to be definitely going to be three guaranteed. It's going to be fourth year. It's going to be a player option, and he's also going to have in that contract a no trade clause. Like he's literally going. And remember, like you said, Jeff. The next year, he is actually of that year of that first forty some odd million dollar contract. He is rehabbing. He's literally in and, his, and in, will in not. Let's not forget how much longer rehab took in San Antonio that he was expected back. Doctor said he's ready to get back. He didn't show up to the point where they got rid of him. Mm -hmm. They had to get rid of the MVP that went to Toronto because he would not come back because regardless of what Doctor said. So Clippers already know what they're getting. Right, but they already signed the deal. They're okay they, with it. They actually signed it two years ago. They have no choice. They are right. they they are, the Clippers are okay with whatever Kawhi does. I mean, the article came out. Remember about the Uncle Dennis dude? I mean, and then all of a sudden, like you know, you start hearing us guy was trying to sue Jerry because all the dirty laundry is coming out, mm -hmm. and that's real. That's real spit. Like I'm, I'm just saying, like it's really what's happening behind the scenes in the Clipper organization. And I'm thinking he understands that. He knows his weight. He knows his leverage. He's going to like, dude, that's putting feet to the fire. Four years, knowing, knowing with full knowledge, I have an ACL tiller, full knowledge, and I'm going to command a four year, 176 million. And he'd get it from and another he's team. He's going to get that's it. What just and that's crazy. He'll right? get it, but he'd also get it from another team. If yeah, the Clippers don't that's give true. It to him. That's true. So, so they don't have the choice. Miami ready. Um, everyone, everyone away. New York will pay him. DA's in the house. Yeah, Daniel. What's up, Daniel? What's up, Fredo? Hi, Tracy. Um, yeah, this is just uh, kind of crazy with the the Kawhi, but you know, you know how you can tell. This is how you can tell when a team is full of bleh and just 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 talk, and they really don't have value. It's when vets don't want to come there for the vet minimum. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to say that because that's going to lead us to where we're going. That's kind of what we have in here. That's what's happening with us. We when, ready? When, yeah, exactly. <laughs> here we go. Okay, here we go. So, so, so now one we're thing, Lakers have got no money. Lakers got and no everybody money. Know it. But, everybody but, knows. Yet, yet, yet what they do have is assets. And what that asset is, is champion, champion, champion qualities, champion skills, and champion bloodlines. And mm -hmm. that's what these players want. Mm -hmm. And where are they going to go to get it? It is not the Clippers, okay? DeMar DeRozan wants to come home, wants to play for a team at home. He ain't talking about the Clippers. And Paul George with your, oh, I always wanted to come to Clippers. Shut up. You're lying. You're straight lying. You never wanted to go to Clippers. It's better than where you were, but you did not want to go to the Clippers. You're lying. Yeah. What else are you going to say? Okay. But we've got Lakers get the vet minimums. Why are they getting those vet minimums? Because they just made a massive trade that brought Russell Westbrook to the team. So I, I have a question. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause I've been really, really thinking about this. Yeah. Last year, this time. Yeah. We were a championship team. We were favored to win the championship. Yes. Right. So at, if we were healthy with yes. AD and the team that we had, the ones that we, we sent off, we were favored to win the champion. We yes. were a championship caliber team. Why the panic? I feel like it's a little bit of a panic. Like, Oh no, we're not good enough, but it's, is it were we not good enough, or is it because of the energy uh, injuries that we had? That's that's my question. You know, this whole super team thing for me, I, I struggle with it because it's like a panic, and we're trying to get a championship for next year. But I want to, I want to be able to have three or four years of consistent, mm -hmm. uh, of, of consistent, um, you know, championship uh, caliber teams. And when we keep on doing this quick fits, when we were Favorite to win it all if we would have been healthy. 
why I feel like this Westwood trade is is um is is, is like a hastily done. Okay, well, let's let's, let's, well, let's examine the trade, right? So who's the 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 main person that is the the centerpiece of the trade is Kyle Kuzma, okay? Which a lot of you know either you loved him or you hated him. So he was on the fence. We were talking about just you know what's up, big baby. Hey, big buddy. Good to see you. We're just asking about hey, you. Baby. Yeah, we've been Lakers and four always. Lakers hey. and four. Um, but you know, so so you got Kuz, and we always talk about how he's very inconsistent. Um, we thought he should give a little bit more, especially now that we're a part of this championship, you know, um, run here. He needs to be that third guy. He needs to fill that role. He yeah. didn't do that, no, right? Not at all. So okay, not so we got close. that part right. Then we have Montrez Harold. I love Montrez. I don't know why in the world he wasn't playing in, in the playoffs, but he was not playing. Okay. Now we're hearing rumblings that AD wants to play more five and and um and LeBron want to play more of the four. But does he here's the thing? Does he really want to play five? I well mean, he did the he, five. But, but, no, he's, his whole career. But he's you know they're talking about this to any free agent that that happened because they understand the dynamic. Like you can talk about all you want about how I don't want to play it. But then you start looking at the numbers and you start looking at the, the team and you start seeing where are you most effective. And you, you might not want to play the four. I mean, you might want to play the four, but when you play the five, you dominate. And especially if we're going to go against the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, they're playing now Giannis at the five. So what am I going to do? Go ahead and go ahead and go against Marcus All. Like, I mean, are we really going to let that happen? Like, that's not going to happen. Now he's going to be playing the five. And you said it series. wrong. It's Marcus All. <laughs> you got to say it slower. <laughs> yeah, because that's how he's exactly going to look on the court, right? And then lastly, in that trade, we have my favorite. Contavious. <laughs> Contavious Caldwell Pope, you know, and he's part of that trade too. So KFC, if you so, so so when we're looking at the trade, we're looking at an inconsistent Kuzma. Okay, people may say not really doing anything. Montrez didn't even play in the playoffs, so he's inconsequential. Mm-hmm. And now you got you know, you got KCP, which regressed and went back to the same KCP. We even remembered him before LeBron came here. So these guys, plus a draft pick, is getting now Russell Westbrook. So when I'm looking at the, the trade, I'm looking at a bunch of guys that we cannot say, man, just keep these teams together. Keep those guys on the team, and we're going to run it back with them. We ain't going to run it back with okay. them. But look, I'm, so I'm, now we got Russell, and we know what he can do. You, you Why is that a not po- a positive for You us? brought up a point, Money, asking did, were they hitting the panic button or, or making this uh, hastily and making this move too quick? And and why would they do that? And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think they're aware. Like the whole, the whole world's aware of Mr. Glass. Uh, Anthony Davis has all the best intentions of the world. But just like Marco says, you have to go off history of injury. And that's all Anthony Davis has and one championship. So he has mm. history of injury and a championship. So um, they are looking at it. And I think what they see right now is that their window just shrunk from maybe a four or five year window with a D to a maybe two year window with a D. And they got to get it while they can. And that's why they made the move. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I want to ask Clubhouse. Perfect. Too. Two questions. Um, first question, do you think the way to make up the team now, should we have got going for Bradley Beal versus Westbrook? Because Bradley Beal is a better shooter. He's not available. Or, trade, well, I mean. It's got to be in a it, trade. It's, it's, it's the same telephone. It's the same telephone number. Okay. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? We don't know what to discuss. Second question. Um, the only way Westbrook could be effective is if he handles the ball. We know it's one thing for you to say. I'll let Westbrook get in the ball. It's nothing to do with LeBron, you know. And mm-hmm. so is LeBron going to really allow Westbrook to play this game? 
Let me let me go to the clubhouse and ask. Yeah, what are they feeling about this yeah, trade? What, what you got? Yeah, what you guys think about it? Blink, blink your mic if you have a, uh, if you have a comment on that. I'm sure they do too. Everybody. All right, go ahead, Crispy. Yeah, guys. First and foremost, I want to say I missed you guys last week, man. Best podcast out here. Um, thank you, thank you, man. Guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, about that trade, at first it's been weighing on me since they made it, man. But at first, I, I was, I was on the rocks about it. Mm-hmm. But then I sat back and I thought about, you know, what Russell Westbrook brought to the game alone, not just our team, but to the game of basketball. He's a game changer, man. He's electrifying. He's a he's a fan favorite. I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to have him, man, to be honest. Yeah. So what do you think about what if we was got Bradley Bill versus Westbrook? Which one would you prefer? Oh, man. I, you know, I'm going for Bradley Bill. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I mean, that, I'm, that's why I, I wonder, because, I mean, I think Bradley Bill with the makeup of the team and knowing the coach and knowing the offense, I, I think Bradley Bill would be a better fit. Andrea, I yeah. see you. I see you, Andrea. Go ahead. I was just liking what you said. Crispy being way too nice up in here. First and <laughs> foremost. Russell Westbrook was not the perfect fit. Uh, he definitely brings a, a couple intangibles like his leadership, you know, his Mamba mentality and being able to create for himself. But who the heck is going to shoot from the perimeter? Like, so at the end of the day, Bradley Bill would have been the smartest because he would have um, been good in all lineups because he literally can create his own shot and shoot from outside. It's my opinion. I agree with that. No, and I and I and I believe if the Lakers had a choice between the two, they but how do we know? Hold on, no, did. we do well, know we that. Do. We do know that. Okay, <laughs> you, you've been with family. Don't, don't, and you didn't don't read pretend the news, like, right. like so. you don't know who's available. And and even after this trade, before the trade happened, people were saying that that was going to be the first domino before Bradley Beal decides that he's going to ask for a trade. And what did he do? He said, "No, I'm not going anywhere. I want to play here with with Marston. So. Yeah. If he's available and he's looking at these these trades out there, he's looking at the next thing like, okay, I'm really going to be doing this by myself again. I'm out. And he's not trying to go anywhere. So, I, I, I mean, look, he's a better fit, but Lillard's a better fit. But is Lillard available? Do we have the assets to get him? No. There, I mean, there's well, numbers. if we got if we got a a the highest paid player in the NBA being uh, Westbrook right now. But Westbrook is being shopped around. Every well, season. well, yes, but if so, we had the assets to get it done, that means we had the salary to get it done. Technically speaking, we could have got a Damian Lillard, but they're not getting rid of Damian Lillard for the assets that we have. Well, period. Yeah, not those assets. You're right. Now, now, if you hadn't heard, uh, the stories come out that uh, AD, LeBron, and Westbrook met a couple weeks ago, discussed that they could play together, all that stuff. The Lakers reached out to Washington, and Washington was not biting, so they went with the Buddy Heald route, which was Plan C. Now, at the last moment, when Westbrook heard that, heard that Buddy Heal was going down, Westbrook then went to Washington and said, I want to trade, and I want to go to the Lakers. That's when they picked up the phone and said, okay, we'll make the deal, and that's when everything switched, and they dropped the Buddy Heal and went straight to the Westbrook trade. That's at least the story that's coming out. Mm. So so Beal wasn't technically ever available, and technically Westbrook wasn't going to be available until Westbrook made that request. But did we ask? Who knows? I mean, that's my question. I'm sure they did. They asked. They asked last. They asked last offseason. Well, they asked last offseason when when yeah. Bill was the main guy last summer. When everybody was like he was the guy to get, he was. They were asked. So they kicked the tires on him. Then look, I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm completely not hating on on Westbrook coming over here. I love Westbrook as a player. My only concern is I, I hated what happened with in Houston with with Westbrook. I mean, they talked about Westbrook like. 
he <laughs> he was he was Kuzma, you know. Because, okay. You know, you know they did. They I was like, like I'm loving that. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. Oh my god, I'm loving it. Then he, loving then it, he went to Washington, and then he became Westbrook again. Yeah, he became triple double man and all that stuff. You know, I, is he going to be able to do that over here though? Because we know what their office is. You know, is Vogel going to be able to create an offense that runs through Westbrook? Well, wait a minute. We were just complaining before, what, several shows ago, that they didn't have a specific offense, that they don't run a specific plays. So if that's the point, give it to the great talent and let them play. Um, you know that's what's going to happen. They're going to get the three out there. This In this situation, okay. we have two superstars on the floor at all times. Westbrook will do what's necessary. LeBron's going to take the back seat. He's fine. He knows who he is. That's my better question. He is. Is LeBron going to say, okay, Westbrook, you in charge of ball him? He will. He will. Why? I mean, because he – wasn't able to do it last season without AD. He knows. Hey, I, I look, I, I think at the end of the day, if we are thinking that we're going to be trotting out like THT at the two and, you know, and some random dude off the street at the three, then we are all smoking crack because this is not over. Mm -hmm. This is not going to be happening. Actually, um, I, I read somewhere that, you know, when we're talking about the um, the, the trade for Buddy Heal, that that wouldn't might that's not that completely dead um, because yeah, this could be uh, worked for a three team trade where we can get Buddy Hill as well as Russell Westbrook, and if that's the case, of course we're it's 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 pretty much over. But um, I also think they're going to be like, like you look at the, the the people that are lining up. I mean, I, you if you're reading the news, you're reading who's interested in taking the, the, the minimums. And Let's taking, hold on that. Cause okay. I want to get to that. That that's really fun. That's what I want to get to next. Just before we do that, though, let's take a quick little break. Uh, please support our sponsors. And in this case, it is the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on the Clubhouse app. That is the place to be. If you want to participate in the show, if you're listening to our show right now, uh, we release this audio every Tuesday, but it is recorded live the Sunday before. If you want to be part of the show, if you have a thought or an opinion and you want to be heard, this is the spot. But you need to go to Clubhouse. You need to join the Los Angeles Lakers fan club over 9,000 members and growing and you need to uh, get on there and we're live and you can participate just like you're hearing everybody do that. So don't go anywhere. Stay with us. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. All right, we're still here. We are the Profanity Nation podcast. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight or wherever you are, whenever you are listening. Um, I have a question. Please. Okay, so we know <laughs> Martin Rosen took $21 million last year. Mm-hmm. Is he going to take 5.9 to come to the Lakers? 100%, yes. He still has plenty of career left. If he takes a one-plus-one player option and uh, plays a year, wins a title, sees how it goes, yes, 100%. He's already said he's willing. Isn't that ring chasing, though? Yes. I'm just, okay, that's cool. That's okay. Wondering. Yes. So, okay, so, so <laughs> is, okay, yes. so, so. I mean, I'm going to take the $60 million pay cut. Yes, to, win a ring. to buy a ring. So at this, and okay, so I know the ring, the ring chasing is it used to be the the stigma, right? You put that on somebody because you didn't think they were good enough to do it on, as their own team, and they were chasing the ring and they're taking less money. All right, I get that. 
But at the same time, like they literally did not do it while they were the man. So are they going to continue to fail to be the man or are they going to actually swallow some pride and be like, I just want to go somewhere where I can contribute and I know I got a game and let me go ahead and put that game in a better system and win a championship because I'm still that dude. So I'm okay with these ring changes. I mean, look, man, we've seen it before. And if these guys would have won these rings by ring chasing, nobody would be talking about Charles Barkley. Nobody would be talking about Carl Malone not winning the championship. So we would be talking about all of Gary Payton. We wouldn't be saying they ring chasing. You'd be like, got a championship and a Hall of Fame career with to boot. So I think we're at this point where we're now going to look at, at the end of the day, like I'm biased, man. I'm a Laker fan. So chase all the rings yeah. for me, baby. I'm talking about everybody take the brand. <laughs> no. right, I mean, because the bottom line is, uh, look, literally all three of them will make well over 40 million. So that's 120 million. Oh, what, we're, what, what, yeah, what's, we're, the, we're what's the salary cap? Uh, 140, 143, I think it's yeah. the hard so cap. We, so we have 20 men left to yes. pay everybody. And, mm. and and here are the free agents that have been rumored or tied to the Lakers so far. Let's just throw off a name here. Okay. <laughs> Remember what we're talking about here. What we really need is three and D kind of wing defense and a three point shooter and a backup center. Okay. Carmelo Anthony. I, I almost think that's a given. <laughs> it's already going to be done. He's going to be a Laker. <laughs> so Carmelo coming uh, too. Yeah. Carmelo's coming for sure. We don't like that. Yeah. Carmelo's coming for, for, for what we expect from him. Carmelo's good. We'll get to each person in a second. You can blast them. Okay. Our boy Dwight Howard may be coming back. There's rumors. <laughs> really? Shooter. <laughs> JJ Reddit. Okay, so at the, okay, so I would okay, Jeff. What I want you to do, I want you to read these names off from for, for Mike. Yeah, and then when he's giggling, I need you to ask him well, who you prefer. Okay, and see if that's possible. Okay, deal. Here are the names that are tied to the Lakers. Okay, here we go: Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, JJ Reddick, Patty Mills, or boy Trevor Ariza, JaVale McGee, Jeff Green, Andre Ingudala, and then Wayne Ellington. Uh, we can go. Either top, I'm gonna take top four bottom. of my list off. Tops. Yeah, yeah. Well, I at, like right away. I do not want Iggy Dollar. You don't want Iggy. You don't want Iggy. I don't want Iggy because Iggy knew we were coming after Iggy, and Iggy decided to go to the to the heat. Yeah, right. So don't come back. So no, don't, don't, no, no. You know, there's no room for you now. You gotta no. go. You gotta yeah. go. I'm sorry. I'm 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 that petty. I'm yeah. sorry. You gotta yeah. go. Okay. So what do you like out of that? We'll go over really quick. Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, JJ Reddick, Patty Mills, Trevor Ariza. JaVale McGee, Jeff Green, Iggy, and Wayne Ellington. Thoughts? Will Carmelo will Carmelo agree to come off the bench? You got to, man. Yes. I just want to make sure. Because these people are divas. I know. They, but, divas. but you got to remember, first of all, we don't even, we have four players under contract. He may not have to come off the bench at this point, <laughs> depending on who we fill that bench out with. Okay. So so right now there's four players oh, under no. contract. Westbrook, LeBron, AD, and Marcus All. That no, is we it. got THT. No, no, we, restricted. We picked him as option. Yeah, but he's restricted, meaning he can technically sign. If we don't match it, then we don't keep him. So the only guaranteed but players coming back man, right we now should, are we those match players. Oh, well, we should, but it's going to depend on numbers. Mm-hmm. All right. And so we want Caruso. We so Caruso as well. He's a free agent, so he can go get a a a, yeah. a, a bid anywhere and come back, and we have to match it. Mm-hmm. Now he will have to decide whether he wants to stay a Laker because yeah. he knows his chances are here. But who knows if the Nets give him an option, he may go. Um, okay, so let's. Just go back over it. Okay, you laugh, but Carmelo Anthony, what do you think, Money? Um, I need Carmelo to come off the bench. Hundred percent, though. He's a scorer. Okay, you know, um, he would create a spark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, not running, like 15, not, 20 minutes a game. Yeah, yeah. tops. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tops. I mean, he okay. he he would have to 
sign the contract, say I'm coming off the bench. Oh, know? I mean, I mean, I think it's understood. I mean, I think for me, I don't think that LeBron is really selling Carmelo on the fact that you can start for no. the Lakers on no. a championship. I don't think that's the case. Not I when think, they're willing to sacrifice already. Just to wait, get and, didn't, and wait a minute. It, it didn't is, isn't didn't he come off the bench for Portland? I think he did. Yeah. yeah. So he gonna come for the Lakers and and, and yeah. demand to start? Nah, nah. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Nah, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. No. So okay. So Carmelo Anthony, I think I think he would fit in and he would know his role on this team. I don't think that's a big problem, but I also don't think it's a major signing. Uh, Dwight Howard. I'm tired of that dude. You tired of Dwight? I'm tired of Dwight. Oh, I need Dwight. I'm tired. Okay. Of- well, there's two players on here that would bring us back to our championship uh, team, which would be Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. Which one, if you were going to pick one? Dwight. Come looking at JaVale McGee in the Olympics. There you go. And no. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. What have you done for me lately? I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, so, so what are your drawbacks uh, on Dwight, the player, for, for how he played for us in the uh, bubble? Look, I love what Dwight did. You know, uh, he played his role very well. Uh, he's just a luckhead to me. He's always been. Okay. So, that's true. Now, the only thing I would say about Dwight, Dwight is we were talking about on this show during the playoffs, we were missing intensity yep. in the playoffs. We were missing that. We were saying that. We were saying also if we had a certain player, that intensity would have been there. Now this, this certain player is going to be available, and now he's not good enough. I am trying to see where the disconnection is here. That's what I'm saying. I need to get him on my team because I need to bring whatever that is. Is he a knucklehead? Yes. He's a knucklehead. But that knucklehead got Jokic out of his game against Denver, and that's what he was made for. Get him out of his game, do throw some elbows, All get right. some offensive rebounds, and dunk how and block some get, shots. How, how much he's getting a vet minimum. Vet minimum. Everyone's getting it. There's no harm, no foul. Five million. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, vet minimum. Okay. So, and he's a backup center to AD now. So, he's not a starter. We're not looking for a starting center. Okay. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to to a couple of the shooters here. Okay, let's just run them down. We have JJ. There's two of them JJ Reddick, Patty Mills. JJ. Patty. Patty Mills. JJ. I like JJ's experience. I would go. I got to look at, at the last season numbers, but I think Patty Mills is lights out. I think Patty Mills is good. Um, um, I don't why. I think maybe because I'm just more um, looking at old JJ Reddick and thinking that that's the same guy, is, and maybe easy. it was not. Um, however, I think that JJ Reddick is looking for an opportunity to actually play on a good team again, and and I, it's hard for me to believe that. All the shots that we were missing from three that were wide open, a player of JJ Reddick's caliber. Um, is going to be missing those players, no, those those shots. Now, of course, we also got to talk about the other side of the ball, which is defense, and who's going to play the best defense. You know, and I think Patty Mills would play better defense than JJ Reddick. So, if that, if you, and you're going to still get the three point shooting, and you're going you to still get the three point shooting, shooting, but you so, don't get the letdown on the defense. Right. End. So that's why you got to lean toward Patty. But I do like JJ I like Reddick. Patty Mills. He grew up in the, or you know, he's been in the San Antonio. Yeah, I mean, team. he's just yeah. he's got the basics. Yeah. Yeah, let's well let's go over over a couple more and then we'll go back. Okay, uh, now we're talking about maybe some shooters. I really don't know. Trevor Ariza was really a three and D guy, but I don't know if he's still that guy. Uh, but you got Trevor Ariza, uh, Jeff Green, and then of course Andre Iguodala and Wayne Ellington. Now Wayne Ellington blew it up last year. Three, he did great. I think he was forty three percent from behind the line, something along those lines. And Clubhouse can correct me if I'm wrong, but he did great. Uh, That would be a reunion back with the Lakers, bringing Wayne back. Of course, it's a whole different team. Uh, Between Trevor, Jeff Green, we already discussed Andre. So between Trevor, Jeff Green, and Wayne Ellington. I I like Trevor. 
But do you like him just because of the memories? No, I like Trevor for his defense. I like Trevor for his offense. I like Trevor for his tenacity. You know what I mean? Like he he still has he has all three that we need. Well, Uh, it's like he he brings toughness to his position and the way he always played it. He can slow down a little bit and still and still compete on a very high level because his game didn't really require you so smart. He would mm-hmm. always pick the right spot. What do you think, Scott? Um, I'm, I'm going with money. I do like um, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, though, I mean, when I'm looking at the new makeup of the team, I need dogs. I need guys that are going to go ahead and get upset if they're losing. Um, I can't have right. this passive, you know, you know, oh, we'll get them back next, next game. No, we need to get them this game. Like, this is the game we need to get them. Mm-hmm. And, and so if – the if I'm making up the team, I'm looking for those people that have those players that have that kind of that intensity, and the Lakers and, have lacked that for years. Yes, and and you're crazy because when we did have that that team, that team that won the championship, that team with more heart, as you would say, right. over talent. Right. And we had people that were like when when teams were expected to get blown out when the Lakers were actually on their game because the defense was going to be hot on them all the game. And it was just if our is the matter of is our three point shots going down. If it was going down, you're getting blown out by thirty. If it's not, you're in the game. That's how it was last year. We, we were hitting our shots. You got blown yep. out. If we're not hitting our shot, you have a chance to beat us. Yep. And it was kind of like you know before we was like twenty four and three. So you know it was more often than not you were not we were not you know saying getting you letting you get in the game. And so that's why whomever is going to be the people that we're going to get on the team. I just need them to have more of a like a men, like I hate to use this. It's more getting cliche the Mamba mentality. It's, I'm sorry, I know we're Lakers. No, it's exactly you're looking it, for it, heart. It's just on heart, but everyone wants yeah. to go ahead and equate that with Mamba mentality. I think it's more than that, but I mean, it's just somebody that plays harder. Why say it's the Mamba mentality? I don't think that. I think it's more than that. But anyway, I move on. Um, I just say that you know, say have somebody to give, give me some intensity on the court. I like it. I like it. Let's check out Clubhouse. <clears throat> Let's see what Clubhouse guys, says about these the uh, potential free agents. Has anyone got anything Anybody to say over there? While we're waiting for them, um, I'm reading right now. News is that Kawhi Leonard is open and will hear pitches from alternate teams. So he is not he, he just, just wanna, locked he in. He just Come He's on, just, uh, Uncle Dennis wants to, they <laughs> said, uh, what did they say on uh, Uncle Dennis wants a few free trips before they lock this yeah, up? Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> is yeah, that pretty what it much. is? They just want to be winding yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. He just want to see who like him. All right, so oh, do we have anyone on Clubhouse? He, he already know he, who he's going to marry. It's just, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. it is. I'd feel insulted right. if I was a Clippers. Right. With you, but what you going to do? All right. Not a damn thing. <laughs> let, let, let's hear All right, from, let's what do we got from, at Clubhouse? James. James, James, I saw you blinking your mic. Go ahead, James. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, thank, thank you. I, there's one name that hasn't been mentioned that I heard about earlier this week, and that's Rudy Gay. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. true. And and out of all of them, I think Rudy, Rudy Gay would be a sweet fit. <sighs> Three and D for so three and D. He still got a lot of tread on his tire. Um, he can hit shots from anywhere in the perimeter. Another hungry able player, to, able defender on the three and the four, and um, doesn't have he plays games, you know, he's consistently playing in, in those particular lineups. Got a great IQ on him. I think his game would mesh wonderfully in a second unit. Um, because I envision Russell Westbrook having more of an effect on the second unit than he would in the first. Um, as they stagger those lineups, you put him with Rudy Gay, you always have a consistent scoring threat on the inside and somebody who's able to make shots, a great free throw shooter. I think he would be a prime target if he's willing to take a, a mid-level or, or a bit man. That's all we got. We only got five men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so I, if he's willing to take it, I'll give it to Rudy. I um I I agree with that. Um 
one thing about Rudy, uh, his game, uh, we need somebody that's going to be able to operate in the mid in, in that mid range game. Uh, if we can get somebody that can do that, then we'll. I think we we also obviously need us us shooters, but the mid range is where we need to uh, also uh, attack people more in the post, more in the paint, mid range game, get that under control, and I think we're going to be really good. So Rudy Gay does fit that. Andre, I see you going crazy over there. I loved exactly what he said. I, I like Rudy Gay a lot. Um, the mid-range is already sewed up, though. I think we all can agree to that as Laker fans. Like, when you <laughs> when you pick up Russell Westbrook, that's the only space he's operating in. So, we got that sewed up. So, Rudy Gay, perfect fit. Um, I'm not with the the um, the AARP um, three-point shooters. JJ, no. Um, <laughs> stay away. Kyle Corbis, all of y'all. Yep. I don't care. Stay at home. I'll go with Patty Mills all day. Um, and you know what? Another name that wasn't on the list, but I think he's a free agent. I wouldn't be a, opposed to it. Bring Josh Hart back. He young too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so sorry. Um, like I'm a Celtics fan, but I love talking hoops. Oh, you're welcome. You're well, welcome on the show. No problem. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me and letting me give me a platform to speak on. I appreciate y'all, Laker fans. Um. Another name who is to watch out, who might is is hungry for a ring, is a similar player on to Rudy Gay, but it's rumored that he's coming back to Boston. Is Jeff Green a name to watch out for? He's a hungry player. He has the ability to hit the mid range, and he he turned up late last year in the playoffs when KD got hurt. I think he dropped twenty five or something in one of crazy playoff game. But he can shoot the three and he can space the floor. And he's got some a little more size than Gay. I think he's six nine or mm-hmm. like around there. So he's a little bit more lanky. So yeah. so so Rashad, you're a Celtic fan. Do you want Jeff Green or do you want the Lakers to take him? So realistically, <laughs> realistically, for me, the I I am obviously I'm very upset to see Moses Brown go, mm-hmm. but I kind of like the direction of what Brad Stevens is doing with this nuke. Like, because I mean, we all I mean, as a Celtics fan, we won the championships. In in 2008, uh, we won the championship. I was like, in 2010, you guys had our number because Kendrick Perkins and KG got hurt. And I still stand by it. If they didn't get hurt, we would have won, but whatever. We're going back to defense because bringing in Josh Richardson, it's a 3 and D type guy. And seeing as how Evan Fournier is now requesting minimum $20 million a year, guy's an absolute moron thinking someone's going to pay him that. He might get it. Yeah, go ahead. Be in Sacramento, my man. You can take all the shots you want. Child, he had one good game in the Olympics and went to and <laughs> flew saying. to heaven. Didn't think he could get paid. He out here thinking he gonna get twenty million a year. Shit, man. But I don't know. So realistically, like, if I may, and again, feel free to mute me or take me off. If I'm rambling. Yeah, I want thirty seconds, Patty man. Mills. I want Patty Mills coming back. On a on a veteran minimum to Boston because we have roughly like eleven million left. Mm-hmm. Kelly Olynyk, I wouldn't mind coming back to space the floor and or Jeff Green to come back. All right. Tell me this: Why would Patty Mills choose to go to Boston instead of come to the Lakers and get a chance at a title this year? I mean, we're not that far behind in Boston. People like. I mean, I get it. <laughs> now, 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 you know where you're at now, right? You know where you're at. You got to speak truth Look, now. We're all nice in this room. We're nice, but, though, but yeah, you got to keep it, keep it, we we keep it a buck. Keep it a buck, Keep it a buck. That's all I'm saying. 
No, no, but I'm, okay, I'm keeping it. I, mean, I know the West is a gauntlet, but I'm saying in the East, I mean, Atlanta, let's be honest, it was a nice little run they had this year, but I don't think they're going to be there next year again. Philly's still a dumpster fire. Outside of really Milwaukee and Brooklyn and Boston, it's a three-horse race in the East. Let's be honest. Like That's true. And I, and you know what, man? And I, I appreciate, you, uh, you know, you, you calling in on, you know, an hour. And the Laker, the fan club, and but I also want to say is, time. but we've heard this before though from Boston that we're just you know just give me in this player here and we're and look at the East, the East, and we're just we're just chipping on and it's not happening. And you got Jalen Brown and Tatum, mm-hmm. so you got two of I mean the best Great players players. In, in the East, and they should be doing a lot more than what they're doing. And the fact that they're getting close but not doing it, I mean. Brad Stevens is not getting any kind of, you know, pretty much. They got the Rand, the Portland Rand of the Ainge East. out of town. They're going to be the Portland of the East. It just seems like they're st- stuck in mediocrity and they should be better. And I don't think a Patty Mills or a Jeff Green is going to get them over the hump to beat a more motivated, you know, uh, Philly and the champions, which is Milwaukee Bucks. So that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, Atlanta but, won't be there. But, but Atlanta, of course, they're out there. I mean, that's just, you know, he's Trey Young is great. I love, love him. But um, but that's just my opinion. Um Hey, if Boston's good and we're good, hey, bring it on, man. You know, I, you know, we love that. So that would yeah. be a beautiful series. So that would be a beautiful series. Um, okay, so uh, with that, let's go ahead and, and let's just touch base really quick. We only have like literally two, two to three minutes here. Uh, there, there's some other sports going on. Uh, thank you for everybody in the Laker room for listening and helping out. Uh, the Olympics are going on, you guys, and um, there's some, you know, there's some. Uh, We'll say some feedback, some problems going on. Um, Simone Biles, uh, you know, pulled herself out and um, pulled her out herself out of the gymnastics. And that's been a little bit of controversial. Uh, she says it was for mental health and mm. everybody supports that. Uh, I think everybody supports that. But then mm. you've got people out there, you know, saying, oh, yeah, well, you know, Jordan pulls himself out in the fourth quarter of game seven for mental health. And, you know, it's there. there does come a point when you're like, you took that spot. You're in Tokyo. The team's counting on you now. Is there I, a I line? Think she, I think she did the right thing. I, I, I truly do because, first of all, it's a couple of things. <laughs> Dude, she's flipping in the air. She's landing the wrong way. It's a wrap. She, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Of course. <laughs> in the worst case scenario, uh, yeah. you know I mean? You can paralyze and yeah. all that type of stuff. So, so one thing is for safety of her. And you have to be 100% focused. Second thing is she still was there for a team. And she did what she felt was best for the team and gave people like an opportunity and they still performed well. Uh, I'm not really mad at that though, because she didn't run away from the issue. It'd be one thing if she would have been in the back, you never would have saw her, you know, she wouldn't rooting them on. She wasn't pumping them up. You know, that's another thing. Now you're like kind of running from, but she took the spotlight head on and she encouraged her team and they still was able to get the civil war. Uh, you know, uh, silver medal. Silver medal. There was uh, the other one. Um, Went to gold. Uh, Sony, Sunny. Sunny. Yeah. She was able, yeah. able to get the gold. You know, and all of that. So, I love what she did. I think you know a lot of people don't understand, dude. You, you, when you go and you saw that with Gabby, with Gabby Douglas. If you remember Gabby Douglas yeah. in that same position, she was everybody. Once they figured out who she was, and everybody gravitated to her, she was just like, "Lord, I can't take it. I'm retiring." And Gabby's 25 years old, same age as uh, uh, Simone Biles is 24. You know, she just couldn't take it because you have the weight of the world mm-hmm. against you. you yes. Know, you know, and they say, okay, literally the mentality was Simone Biles is about to go get the gold medal. 
that that it wasn't like you know yeah, we knew she had, we knew she had to compete mm-hmm. and do all that stuff, but literally it was like we about to just turn the TV on and watch the Bone Bowls win. Yeah, you know, and and but it's it's another thing when you have to do it, and if she's mentally not right, um, I, I'm you know kudos to her yeah. because mental mental health is I think everybody has doubts about themselves. You know, wake up, you know, get discouraged about something. You you have to be in your right mental space. You, you know. Oh, yeah, and so like this might be more this I'm gonna I'm gonna talk like Monty Mike right now. So um look, I understand the thing about Simone Vine, and I really do um you know am really for her to make that decision because yeah, she did the numbers. She's like, man, my score is gonna bring them down if I keep on with this crazy I, I my head's not in the game. I need to get myself out to help the team. Now, that being said, I like to pose this question to anybody else. We're not talking basketball. And if somebody took themselves out on your team, your favorite team, out of the game because they couldn't handle it, because they felt that them being in the game is going to be detrimental to the team's success, how do we feel about that? Because I know we are actually – there's more people that are saying, you know, Simone Biles, we, we, we stand with you. However, we're talking about the Lakers, and we, we are Laker fans here. Now, if we're talking about the Lakers, are we – you know, are we going to be okay with that? I mean, because we got to be okay with it because it can't be just situational. We just can't be like, it's cool for Simone, but it can't be cool for LeBron. No, it has to be for it all athletes. It has to be cool for everybody. It has, it has to be everybody. cool for all athletes. So I'm just saying. Well, actually, it has to be cool for everybody for, because I mean, you everybody. could have a big meeting in a business situation and say, hey, I can't handle so, it. It really doesn't matter. But, but um, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. But, you know, that's a really interesting point because I think it depends on who it is. Is Sabone Biles could do that because who Sabone Biles is and what she has already accomplished. LeBron James could do that because of what LeBron can he said, though? He can. He can. It's, can LeBron James? LeBron James. LeBron James, LeBron James, James, LeBron James no, said, no. "I think." And LeBron James said, "Look, I'm, my head is not a game." I think people he would were get. Him. He would get, he would get destroyed. destroyed. Oh, you know you this. Be, no, no, first no, 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 no. Money Mike would destroy him. Yes, I, but everybody I think, would destroy him. I'm the, not saying I rightfully the, so. I'm I just saying. The, I think the general public would, would be would, because you know just because of who he is. I think people would understand that his advocacy for certain things. I think people would understand that now. If, if if KCP, but we're not talking about those. We're not talking about guppies. We're not talking about guppies. Right. We're not talking about guppies. We're talking about generational, big time talent, franchise players. My position, out, my position is historically when you're when you're growing up through sports, when you're you're on your first uh, little league team, and you go to your first basketball team, the, don't take yourself out of the game. Coach will take you out if you're hurting the team. Talk to the talk to your coach. Maybe they did that. But you let the coach, right? That's the game, right? Mm-hmm. You don't pull yourself from the game. You think you're playing. You let the coach pull you from the game if he thinks you're hurting the team. I don't know if that happened here. I don't know the I situation. I mean, you know, they came. They had a conversation with her. And she, I don't know she that you can me. pull her from the team. But what I will do, and I'm going to actually give her a lot of credit for not doing something she shouldn't have done anyways, but she could have easily lied and said her, she has a strain somewhere or her back or a muscle spasm. She could have really said almost anything that could not have been verified. And we would have had to take at face value and she wouldn't be dealing with any of this heat or have to answer any questions. Um, she chose what appears to be the honest route. And to be honest with you, that will probably help hundreds and thousands, uh, if not millions of people Absolutely. to to acknowledge that they they just need a mental space day or whatever that is. And I just want to say this, though, because when they were always um, arguing, 
you know, the, um, about should Simone have done what she did. And then they use Michael Jordan as the, you know, as the example. Now, let's be honest here. Michael Jordan, first of all, they say, well, Michael Jordan take himself out of game seven. First of all, Michael Jordan never played in game seven, so the points move. <laughs> number two, number two, he did take himself out the game for mental health. For His dad just, killed, just got years. murdered. And he's like, I can't do this anymore. I got to step away from the game. I'm going to play baseball to get my head right. And then after he felt better, his mental health was right. He came back into the game and won three more championships. So when they always want to throw out Michael Jordan and want to use him as the example of what not, what to do versus mm-hmm. what not mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. people are not – they're not savvy no, enough no, to no, understand you're wrong. that you're wrong. he literally took himself you're out of the game for mental health. You're wrong. And so this is crazy. What? You're wrong. How? You're wrong. It's completely different. He took himself out not midseason or in the playoffs or in the finals. He took himself out. It didn't start the season. He didn't go to the Olympics and say, hey, oh, now I can't do this. He said, I'm not in it. I'm not going to even. So so he didn't get all the way to the show, to the, the biggest pinnacle of that, that sport in your career, and then back out. He stepped out before offseason, said, I'm not coming back. I, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Father got do killed. We, Father we, got we, killed in offseason, though, too. But, but the reason why so, I mean, absolutely so, so, who so, knows? so we're saying if we're talking we about it know. because of timing yes let me just push this, 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 this you know event two months beforehand and then we go ahead and then yeah. it's more apples to apples very right. possible. so Th- that's what i was gonna say the reason why that's unfair is because you don't know when that's gonna happen yeah. right so yeah. but and at the same time listen i love watching her cheering everybody on being right there hugging them Given, you know, Ben, I mean, she was there. She still was on the team. I felt mm-hmm. like she was there. It's mm-hmm. way better than our boy Kawhi up there in, in, in the, the, the suite. Yana. We're completely running out of time. However, oh, yeah. I have one last little point that I want to bring up. Um, it, there is a rumor out there that um, possibly medications that she was taking to keep herself mentally stable were not allowed. Okay. in Tokyo. Mm. And when she finally got there and wasn't able to keep up her medication, she started to feel those pressures. Now, if that's the case, then that needs to change. That needs to change because in no way are, you know, drugs that are keeping you mentally sane. Maybe they do. I don't know. Do they help with your performance? Maybe um, that, that needs to change, though. There needs to be accommodations because you, listen, you have to also remember, like everybody went through COVID. Everybody was was inside. You know, you when you have a routine yep. of training every day, four or five times a week, maybe seven days a week, um, and then all that stops. You know, it's like I don't have nothing to do. What's your normal routine get, get gets disrupted? You know, trying to get back into the routine after you go seven or eight months it's without true. doing it. Like it's so many elements behind it. You know, so you just never know. But hey, big ups for me for some uh, Simone Biles. Yeah, yeah dope. man, do your thing. She's still the greatest of all yeah, time. All, all Say, yeah. Be healthy. Time. Be healthy and take I mean, care of yourself. Know, In the end, be healthy, take care of yourself. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Anybody that has a move that they want to outlaw because nobody else could do it, you're, <laughs> exactly. you're dope. Anytime you got four moves <laughs> named after you, come yeah. on, man. And yeah. nobody else could do it? No, exactly. no. You're, you're in Lou yeah. Alcindor yeah, sorry. territory Absolutely. there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, as you know, everybody, uh, for joining us on the Profanity Nation podcast, we always love to end our show with a quick little segment that we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Uh, Money Mike's Out of Bounds is pretty simple. He's going to go ahead and share a topic and his thought and he just wants to know if his opinion is in bounds or out of bounds uh get ready uh los angeles lakers fan club because we're definitely going to you guys to find out if money mike is in bounds or out of bounds you've got it money hey who's keeping score what am i like four four in a row you're you're row? completely defeated no, I'm no, like four. I'm like four or five in a row no yeah, yeah i would say I that think, hey i you're think all y'all gonna rock with me on this i'm going back to the olympics right 
100 meter dash. It's a Jamaican sweep. Our, our girl Shikari go and say, y'all miss me yet. I'm like, dude, you knew what you did. No, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't miss you. Come out of bounds for you. Like, why are you trying to throw shade uh, on something that you did? You did it. You did it. You already, you knew the rules. Am I out of bounds to say, dog, you need uh, Shikari, you need to go somewhere with that. Am I out of bounds to say, Shikari, I'm not. Let's go straight to Clubhouse because you're short and then we'll finish up with uh, <laughs> All right. stat myself. Who, who, who agreed with me, man? Who agrees with me? Blink your mic. Here we go. Who we got? Who we got? Hang Nobody. On. Oh, Crispy, go ahead. All right, Crispy. Yeah, man, I'm going to agree with you on Money Mike only because of the circumstances. You know, she knew what was on the line and she blew it by just smoking weed. I mean, I smoke weed, but <laughs> if um, something big is on the line and I have to have my business together, I'm not going to be high. You know, yeah. so um, I completely agree with you, Money Mike. Uh, there we go. There we go. Let me get one more. Let me get one more. Who, got, who in there? Who's in there? Anyone in there? All right, Stat Pat, what are your thoughts? Doctor, Dr. Uh, Dr. Randy. I Dr. was hoping Randy. for Dr. Randy because he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I wanted to disagree with you, you're 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think for the for the team aspect too, you know, like what was what was the point of putting that? Yeah, it was like a little bit of sour it. grapes, right? Right, right. Yeah. And so that that's what I'm thinking about. You know, it's like you're supposed to be there for your team and everything, and then you go and put that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's doing shade like on everybody. All right, yeah, Pat, what do you think, man? Like, like Mike, like Mike said, dude. You know damn well you ain't supposed to be smoking no weed, man. Come on, dude. Like, I mean, look, I like, 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 like Christian said, I smoke weed, but at the same time, we're talking about like if someone tells me that, hey, man, you got to have a job interview and you are they're, they're testing. I'm not smoking weed because I know they're testing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just know that I'm not going to set myself up for failure. And I mean, she knows the test. She's an athlete. She gets, you know, they take those tests all the time. And so the fact that she was saying that she did it for mental health issues, here we go again, Mm -hmm. because, you know, her mom passing and everything like I get that, but you can't do that there. I mean, because your mama will, uh, would love to see you from heaven. Would love to see you run on that track. That was your mama really wants you to do. You know, uh, this, uh, one of our listeners here, and I think a friend, um, we have uh, Donovan Duncan. Uh, he wants to know, and this goes right in tune, is, is will this be the new excuse? It's, 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 you know that it'll get abused. People will just use this as an excuse for, for maybe losing now, saying, oh, well, I wasn't in the right spot mentally. Who knows? We'll see how that develops. It's a really good point, though. I appreciate you bringing it up. Um, I believe you're inbounds. I believe she asked for it. Uh, I, am a, I am a strong supporter of Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center, and I think she stopped by there a little bit right before her test, and she should have stopped by there a couple months before because – the athletes that go there are able to like get Michael that. Phelps, like Michael, exactly, <laughs> in off season, exactly, exactly. And as you know but, now, but he swam though. But he I swam. mean, uh, but yeah, I, but, I, but, but I and he know. stopped soon enough. I guess. But, but see, but no, but see, mm-hmm. but no, but for real, they they even know the the amount that you need to have in your system. Like mm-hmm. they tell y'all, they give them the the, have the map on you know. Okay, make sure you don't have this much in there. Yeah. You know, and when you're off season, you could do it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you, they, they're the rules of guidelines now. And Michael Phelps knew that. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. But again, it's not a performance enhancing drug. It doesn't. In fact, if anything, it hinders her ability yes. when she's out there. So um, I, I think there, things need to change in the change world. We the know that. But that's OK. Uh, again, um, we would like 100%. to think and state it. that uh, if you are looking to chill out and get kicked out of the Olympics or something, you can go ahead and uh, head over to Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. Uh, they'll take care of you and uh, make you feel really good. Uh, they are one of our sponsors and we really appreciate it. Uh, now, uh, to wind this up, we want to let you know we have an amazing event coming up uh, next week. If you happen to be in the Los Angeles or Southern California area and you listen to our show on August 7th, we will be uh, performing a show. This is next Saturday. This is not our normal day. This is next uh, this is our this is next Saturday. Uh, we will be actually performing a show live in front of the Dolby Theater, which is Hollywood and Highland. That is the Dolby Theater is where they hold the Academy Awards every year. That is right above Grumman's Chinese Theater, um, across from the El Capitan on the world famous Hollywood Boulevard, right near Hollywood and Vine, and all that good stuff. Yours truly, the Profanity Nation, along with Portside yes, yes. Radio, one of our partner shows from the Good News Network, will be there performing live. We each have an hour stint and we will be performing in front of the Kobe Bryant mural that was painted by Brian Peterson. Uh, Brian Peterson, as you know, was on our show and he painted an amazing mural of Kobe holding his Oscar, which was a, a tremendous moment in Kobe's life. And he chose to capture that in an absolutely amazing way. And we are going to be blessed enough to host our show mm -hmm. right underneath that mural so they, that mural we expect to be right behind us yes, will be outside in the hollywood air and summer nights so we would like you to join us there are limited seats but i don't care get in there with standing room only we would love that uh get on out there and that is from 5 30 to 8 30 correct 5 30 to 8 30 get there a little bit early hollywood and highland there's plenty of restaurants plenty of shopping everything you want to do you're going to have a blast if you've never been out there get there if you've been there before you already know come out support the squad we'd love to see you there to everybody, thank you so much. To everybody who helped us out at the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room on Clubhouse, thank you so much. To everybody, I want to call out some names because we had quite a bit of chatting here today. We've got Donovan Duncan, very proud of you. Thank you, Donovan. We appreciate you very much. Uh, I know Seth, uh, Sean Ward, Sean uh, chimed in, Fredo here, uh, Big Baby Jonathan, uh, Tracy Sims Rosenthal, my sister. And then our boy <laughs> DA Daniel Artest. Daniel, we see, love uh, you. You guys saw Desiree, Desiree right there, yeah. too. I yeah, saw Desiree. Desiree. Yeah, Daniel, what up, lady Sarah. mama? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Desiree. Desiree's in there. Where's Desiree? Yeah. I missed miss right past. That's right. Desiree said hello as well. So uh, thank you, guys. Thank you to the Fan Nation. Thank you for being part. Uh, we will be back live next Sunday. Uh, if you want to be part of the show next Saturday, you have to be part of the show. The airing of that will show. Uh, we'll play in the future. We'll let you know. Um, but, uh, again, Saturday, August 7th, Hollywood and Highland. But we will be back here on the August 8th for our regular show and regular time as well. Thank you as always. Thank you on behalf of Money Mike, Stat Pat, yours truly, Simsta, the Profanity Nation podcast, available on YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere podcasts are heard. Thank you. Have a great one. Peace. Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster. He putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation. We running the town here. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. 
The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. 